Welcome back to the Kiwi Hooper podcast. If this is your first time here, we interview hoopers, agents, scouts, trainers, and coaches. Our ultimate goal is to empower young Kiwi hoopers to take their talent to the next level and become world-class athletes. So, if you are as passionate to see other Kiwi hoopers fly high as we do, please support us by following us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all your favorite podcast platform. Let's get into today's interview. Welcome to our podcast. Please tell us who you are. My name is Colin Davidson. Who handed you your first basketball, and why do you love the game? Probably David Bublitz from New Plymouth Boys High was the first person really gave me a chance to play, and I don't know. I just love the intensity and the, you know the hype around it. How old were you when you had your first dunk? So I was like fourteen, fifteen around there, that age. I was just walking around in the gym one day. No, I just grabbed the ball and I was like touching the rim. And I grabbed the ball and just went up and threw it in, I guess. And uh, I, yeah, I didn't expect to do it, so it was kind of just how I first started doing it. Being the youngest member of Tall Blacks touring in Japan, what was your favorite part of that experience? Seeing another part of the world, you know. So I've never been outside of the country until then. Also going. Learning from the coaches and、uh, the guys, you know, like as I played with the ears and I had imports and stuff like that. It's different because they come from the same area as you. You know what I mean? Like they come from your country, so we're all representing the same thing. We're all trying to do the same thing, and we're all trying to get that same goal. The advice that they had for me and the the love and the support that they showed me, like support system, was was awesome, and I, it was just. It was amazing experience. Yeah. What are some of the tips you have for young Kiwi hoopers about handling the pressure situations? So what I tend to do is, when it's a big game, I just I just block it out. I just imagine it was just you and five others at training, you know, in in the gym. So maybe 2020 or 2021, I started as the point guard halfway through the season because one of our guards was injured or something like that, and、uh, that was really the. The first moment I felt a lot of pressure, so I just I remember that game. As soon as the Hooter went and they took the ball to me, I was like, "All right, I just you know, got to block this out." And that was it, really. So you just got to imagine you're in your own little world and block it all out and do what you do, but be confident in it. Can you describe a time when you face adversity and how did you overcome it? I was back in high school. We didn't make a national tournament. And then the next two years after that, we had、uh, we had COVID, so we never got to go. It really kicked in. Like the end of the season came at high school, and I was like, "Damn, we we never got to go." And I wanted to be better and just just show that I can really play at the at the pro level. And it was、um, it was yeah, it was the hurt from high school that brought me into like the pro season. And I was like, yeah, I want to kill this year. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to be something special. I did a lot better in my third year in the NBA. I just really stuck to it and had great imports around me and stuff like that. So yeah, that's really only time I really felt that is like I had to be that person or be better. You know what I mean? What made you decide to enter the NBA draft this year, and how does that process go so far? I played the NBA season. I came over here. One of my one of my teammates actually, Marcel Jones, brought me over here. I met up with a、um, an agent, worked out for a couple of times, 
signed a signed a form and he became my agent and we put in a lot of hard work. He seen it from uh, the start. He was like, you you can really make a living out of this and the NBA is not far. You just really got to put the hard work in. So we worked for three months, like really hard. For my name to be even like in the draft is like crazy. I would never thought that four years ago when I dropped rugby and started playing basketball properly, I never thought that would ever be happening to this day. But now it's just, I've got to keep working and then when the names come through and see see who gets picked up and see who's got a lot of interest and then go to um, a combine, hopefully, if I'm on the list, hopefully I can do it for New Zealand, I guess. So, yeah. Hey, Fano, Did you know in every single episode, we have a free digital collectible for you. All you need to do is just get a digital wallet, follow the links in the description and put in the secret word. Now, let's get back to the episode. What was one great piece of advice someone gave you that you remember? I had a lot of good advice um, from Aaron Bailey Knoll to Marcel to all the vets. But uh, one that really stuck with me is like, so we had a preseason game last year and I was terrible. I put all the hard work in everything and I was terrible. I played terrible in the first game. The second game, I wasn't too bad. We played against the Bulls and um, Leon Henry plays for them. And he had he had a few good shots and he made he made quite a few threes in the second game, I think. So afterwards when we were traveling back, I messaged him on Instagram, how are you so consistent? And uh he just really just said to me, like, you just gotta grind, you gotta put that hard work in and like it'll all it'll all add up at the end. I thank Leon for that, like really do, because now that I see it, like these last probably six months that I've been working out over here, I just I've been going twice a day, three times a day, working hard, and like I can really see it in my shot now. I noticed that you have a few tattoos. Which one meant to you the most and why? I have a tattoo down here uh, on my bicep. It says Lank. Um, it's my uncle. He, um, His name is Lank because he was tall, right? So he used to get called Lanky and stuff like that. So he actually uh, got in a car crash and then he didn't end up too well and he was put in a wheelchair and then uh, a few few years later he didn't survive so uh that one that one is my favorite just dedicated to someone that's close to you yeah yeah, right. yeah. once you get selected by the nba team which formal teammates of yours would you hire to become your bodyguard and why oh a bodyguard um has to be sean willett because he's massive, man. He's you ain't seen his arms like he's huge, and he's he's a rider, you know. He's a ride or die. That's my guy. And then a close second would be probably Ty Winyard or Aaron Bailey. No, because I know them. They they got my back always, you know. Hypothetically, if you become a GM in a three-on-three basketball league that you can only score by dunking, who would you start bench? trade and cut the first one will be zach levine zion williamson Giannis and tita kumbu jamaran oh and you can only score in duncan right oh man i'm starting Giannis, man because no one can stop him and then i'm benching zion i'm cutting zach and i'm trading jar i'm going with strength i'm going with strength man Thank you so much for your time and all the best of luck in the NBA Combine and NBA Draft. 
Uh, yeah, thank you very much for having me on here. Appreciate it. And thank you for the lovely support that you guys are giving. I just want to give a shout out to Kiwi Shout out to Kiwi Hoopers. Thank you for your continued support. Make sure you give us a five-star review on this podcast. Also, follow us on all your favorite social media platform. Make sure you stay locked in with KiwiHoopers.com. Watch out for the next episode.